welcome all. So glad to have you in our latest episode of the Broadway Bulletin. We have two amazing shows to get to, so let's not waste any time and jump in it. Ooh, the first show we are talking about, I've been so excited to talk about. Ooh. We venture down to the Linda Gross Theater to see Atlantic Theater Company's Kimberly Akimbo. Oh my goodness. Aww. This show. Aww. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I cannot recognize, recommend this enough. I, ca- I can't. It's beyond amazing. Transfer to Broadway now. I mean, it's super cute. Um, and I'm not going to lie. At first, I had no idea what it was going to be about. I had yeah. no idea anything, like looking at the poster and then watching the show. I was there's, like, there's, there's an older actress and figure skate. Like t- yeah, I'm like, what is and, going on? And, and this younger kid comes up to her and she's talking, like they're interacting. You're like, okay, is there a special needs thing going on? Right. And then the or drunk dad comes like in, a, but then you're like... You? Dealing with, repre- you know, repressed past memories. But by the second number, I was able to get like... Into, like, that's when we find out what the show's about. Yes. And I got into it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm here for it. Yes, please keep going. Oh. Okay, we're going to delve into the story later. But first, the set was so clever. It was so cute, simple, functional. Go team. The lighting was simplistic and perfect. Right. It did, didn't have to be anything special. It just, it, it was, and it was perfect. Right, I mean, and the music was super cute and very memorable. She needs a story for the win. Yes, yes. The music was divine. It was clever. It was touching. I mean, the ant songs had me rolling in the aisle, but then there were these really touching moment songs, mm-hmm. you know. And then there were other songs that, like "Dear Baby," I was just like, "All right, we're going with this." You know, there it had everything, and the casting was beyond. Perfect. There and was talent. Packed. There was so much talent in that group, like not just in their vocals, but also in their acting. Because you have to think about it. Um, the like we'll go into much more detail, but the acting that all everyone had to do to make the whole thing make sense. Yes, was just amazing, and they did it. They brought it. Uh, oh, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> the story was so good. The songs were infectious. The dancing was amazing. The show was so balanced with comedy and drama. They both, like, they were just balanced enough so that everything was emphasized ten times more. You know? Yes. Well, and, (sighs) I mean, I will say I also loved that the show didn't end the way that I thought it was going to. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, you thought it was going to... Uh, I was preparing for tears. I'm not going to say it, but you thought it was going to be this way, and then when it didn't... Do that, you were like, oh, yeah. yeah. Go see the show. This is the first show that I've seen since we've been back that I want to tell everyone to just go out and see. It's absolutely brilliant. Like, look, we've seen great theater. Don't get me wrong. There's lots of great theater you need to go see. But this is the first show that I want to, like, walk down the street and stop people and be like, have you seen this show? Don't miss this show. Whatever you do, don't miss this show. Because... It is that level of good. This is such a hidden gem. I mean, I'm buying tickets to go see this again. You're hearing this now. Um, I am buying tickets to go see the show again before it closes. It's happening. So this episode is being released 
at a later date than we've recorded. Heads up. So unfortunately, we're so, so sad to say upon this episode's release that this show has closed on December 26th, 2021. But someone else revive it. Do it. Transfer it to Broadway. Or something. hopefully, yeah, I was going to say, hopefully they've announced that it's coming to Broadway. <laughs> Our second show keeps us off-Broadway, but this time uptown at New York City Center, where we saw Manhattan Theater Club's Morning Sun. This was also such an incredible show. So, so well-written. Yeah, I mean, it it had an odd start, but by the end, it made perfect sense. Yeah, I, again, this was... The, uh, I love that we saw these two shows back-to-back, because they both started with the... Huh? reaction yeah. <laughs> but then it was like ah mm-hmm. um yeah the actors playing the many roles the many different hats that they had to play was brilliant what i also loved though was they didn't do what most shows require when an actor plays a different role like put a hat on right change your, change your jacket or something all they did was like change the way they spoke or their voice or something like that, or their posture. Yeah, and it was seamless, yet still acknowledging that they were also a different character. It well, was kind of a person within a person. Too. It was a memory, yes. and because the person interacting with the other person acknowledged that we were going with them on it. Yes. And I was like, this is great. Like I, we were, It was Edie Falco's character, mm-hmm. and we were going down her storyline... And because she was kind of leading us and she would acknowledge that this other actor on stage was this person and start addressing them as that person. And that person would then respond and change their character, their voice or whatever. Mm-hmm. We would believe it. And I was like, that's the brilliance of theater. You don't yeah. need fancy costumes or anything like that. Right. You need to have an audience that's engaged. And I think one of the things that make it work well is a beautiful story, which has had and a beautiful script. Right. Well, and I definitely think that being able to say yes and and the audience go with them um, was amazing. Yes. Um, it did a great job helping the audience go every step of the way with the character. Yes. Um, from the beginning to the end. And it really made you realize the consciousness of it all and what the brain does from start to finish. Yes. Um, I'm not going to give anything else away. No. The, the passion and skill that the roles were performed with were phenomenal. And I love these three actresses. They were, you know, the, the older actress, and I'm at a loss for names because I'm terrible with names. I just remember when the lights came up on her, I was like, oh my gosh, I love you. Mm-hmm. Because what I love is the program didn't have any pictures. Yes. So, uh, again, I'm horrible with names. But the minute I see a face, I'm like, oh, I've seen you in this and this and this and this. So the lights came up. I'm like, I grab Hope's leg. And I was like, oh, Right. I, I mean, her. never mind you kind of ignored their headshots on all the posters on the way in. But that's yeah, fine. No, I. Well, <laughs> here's the thing is like headshots look different than actual like okay, on stage performance. True. That's true. Um, so I already know Edie Falco. But this oh. older actress, I was like, I love. I, every time I've seen her, I'm like, I love her. I love her. And then this newer actress I'm not as familiar with, but I want to be because she was fantastic. So I thought the show was truly a masterpiece. I really liked it. Unfortunately, this show closed on December 19th, 2021. 
That concludes today's episode. Be sure to tune into our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. Until next time, I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phone. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray.